Welcome back. There you go. What's Sorry, going we're on? having I don't know, we're having some mic issues there, but we're good now. Okay. I hope yeah. everyone can hear me. Welcome back to the show. Yeah. All right. It's Ion Health every Saturday from ten to eleven. Sometimes a little after ten when we yeah, have yeah. Yeah, Well you got a little extra <laughs> A C D C there. Yeah, right. I'm, I'm not a, used to seeing you in this position. I know this is gonna be weird. I yeah. had to switch microphones. I'm like directly across from Eric Beto Robert right now, so I might have to try to move back at some point. Hey, welcome back, folks. Eye on Health, uh, every Saturday, 10 to 11, here on 97.1 FM News Talk. We're talking about your health care, things that are, uh, you know, important to your health. <laughs> uh, my name's Michael Jones. i got Eric Beto Robert running the show over there. Is everything working now? Everything's working Nothing's now. going to explode? No. All right, good. Always love a first surprise right as we get into <laughs> right the segment. Right, yeah, very good. Also, you know, there's some kind of run going on downtown today, so there that's is. a yeah. nightmare. So if you're coming work. in from the west... You know, in trying to hit the downtown core, just watch out. Uh, you, I think it might be over now because I see various I did, people walking around. Yeah, everybody's kind of flowing out now. But uh, if you head to Tucker, you can get just about wherever you need. Yeah, I take the Mutual Bridge in from Illinois. It's like wide open. Yeah. It's like a hidden treasure. Yeah. It's wide open. and come yeah, Absolutely. Right in. Anyway, I hope everyone had a great week. You know what, Eric? Hmm. Some people did some things this week. Yeah. <laughs> did you yeah. know that? Did, were you aware I of that? I heard some people <laughs> did some, some things. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> What rabbit hole have we fallen through? I don't know. I just don't know. But you can't replay the clip of some people doing some things. No. Or that's inciting violence. Right. If you Because then some somehow, other people may do some other things. Right. Somehow when some people do some things that result in a terrorist attack and you connect those two things, it's the person who connects the two things that's is the person deciding. Yeah. Is a problem, yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. Not sure how that worked <laughs> I out. Don't, I don't know. when. Meanwhile, there's actual violence going on. Like yeah. this guy at UMKC gets jumped and like they throw liquid on him. It was like bleach or something. That's actual violence. I didn't see this. Oh, yeah. 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 Some, uh, I think his name's Michael Knowles. He's a conservative commentator. He was talking. Oh, my goodness. Well, let me Got tell you what he was talking about. Bleach thrown on him? Yeah. Let me tell you what he was talking about. Yeah. Because we've actually touched on this subject on the show. Uh-oh. His theory, hold on to yourself. You, you're I'm, holding on over there. Well, I know, you're, I know the, you're standing on the table like yeah, uh, Beto normally right, does. That's hold right. on. His theory was that there's only two genders. Oh, my. <laughs> I know. I know, man. I know. 
What is this? The and Stone the, Age? And for this, he got attacked and bleach thrown on him. Then, and he was at UMKC, state-run school. Why bleach? I mean, I don't know. Other I don't than know physical harm, are they trying to I think blind they said them? Bleach-like substance. I don't know what that is. Is it like uh, OxyClean? Or something? I mean, that's. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Were you trying to launder me? <laughs> I don't know. Oh, right. I mean, but but I mean, seriously, like that's. There's only two ways to go with that. With with throwing a chemical on somebody, you know, you're well, literally trying assault. to cause a major physical it's, harm. It's or, an assault, I guess. Yeah, the yeah. kid gets tackled, cops are laying on top of him, and then that, you know, anyway, that's actual violence. Yeah, but some people did some things. Yeah, goodness <laughs> gracious. For those for those who don't know what the reference is, uh, uh, was it Rep. Ilian Omar uh, <sighs> at a those, care yeah. conference uh, uh, said in referencing 9/11 that some people did some things. Uh, just kind of a passe reference to 9-11 and why uh, it's a problem for them. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, I think she was talking about the founding of CARE, which is the yeah. Council on American and Islamic, Islamic Relations. Relations yeah. And she said it was founded after 9-11 because some people did some things. Yeah. But actually CARE was founded like in the mid-90s. Yeah. Before some people did some things. That's right. That's <laughs> now right. some people did some other things. Yeah. yeah. But it was not those people that did those things. Which I'd love to hear Crane Durham's analysis on this because I remember back in the Nothing But Truth days, you know, we we regularly paid attention to CARE and, you know, there were some issues there. Sure, absolutely. Uh, yeah. And, uh, well, here we go. Anyway, 2019, we're still talking about I don't about know what it. that has to do with healthcare. I just was trying to make a joke. Yeah. And well, look, don't. We got off the rails here. Yeah, right. No yeah. joking. <laughs> yeah. Well, for your health, don't. Let anybody throw bleach on you. Yes. Yeah. But what we're going to talk about today, um, we're going to bring up, there's a couple of stories in the mainstream media, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. our favorite type of media. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you can count on us to find the best health stories in the mainstream media. Now, this one's like, uh, it's like a triple whammy. Okay. It's got a little bit of Bernie thrown in. Wow. Sprinkle in some of the UK healthcare system. Yeah. And my favorite- cataract surgery there you go i mean look at that it's like bringing it all together it all brought it together for me yeah um so i want to talk about that because i I think it's important now we've touched on that subject a thousand times but you can't touch on it enough because we are getting completely we're getting ready to completely unravel our entire healthcare system here on a wing and a prayer and before we do it i just want everyone to be aware of what that means for us all well i think we need to go go into this with a really trusting attitude you know just like last time uh, because you know, there's people on both sides of the aisle here that care very much about the healthcare system, like Elizabeth Warren, for instance, oh. who I learned this morning <laughs> okay. was actually a Republican and and a self-described conservative up until about 1996. Oh, I didn't. Did you know that? I wasn't aware. Of I that. did not know that either. I knew she was on the uh, tribal council, you know, for her tribe for a while. Yeah. Yeah, and, and but I wasn't aware. Apparently, I mean, it's a, there's there's a whole spread Wait, about was it. She today. won one thousand and twenty fourth. A Republican, Republican yeah, or was yeah. she more than that? Yeah, very. It's really interesting. You know, she looked like a Republican because she had those high cheekbones. <laughs> That's right. And I know, I know God. that her papa told her she was a yeah. Republican. Yeah. So I mean, yeah. Did she get any serious? Get, I'm joking? dead serious. I'll, I'll look up the article. It was, uh, yeah. Oh my! With goodness. quotes, you know, like Wait, uh, from her academic writing on, you know, like we can't turn this, you know, country into a socialistic regime and blah blah blah. And I'm like, holy! This is Elizabeth oh. Warren. So clearly, she had a change of heart somewhere along yes, the way. Yes, she did. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
I think this was maybe during her path to try and, you know, make it into the uh, monetary elite, so to speak. Yeah, because I think she, you know, was in kind of into the Wall Street. Yeah, money and for when, a that while, didn't, when that didn't work the out, then it's like, hey, if you won't have me, I'm <laughs> taking you out. I'm taking me and my tribe yeah. <laughs> with me over here. That's right. That's probably, probably uh-huh. what happened. Okay, all right. Well, very good. Yeah, so anyway, that's what I want to talk about. A little bit of this, well, they're calling it Bernie Care. I don't, I don't want to say that word again, but Bernie Care. It's got um, some data from the NHS mm-hmm. in the UK, mm-hmm. which we've talked about, yep. and cataract surgery. It's yep. like it's all coming together for me. Yeah. So I do want to talk about that. Plus, of course, a couple other stories that we found in the in the uh, mainstream media this week. So, anyway, we got to go to break here. Stay tuned. When we come back. We're going to have more eye on health after these words. All right. Hey, is it working? It's working. All right. Good. Look at that. Good. It's Zion Health every Saturday from 10 to 11 here on 97.1 FM News Talk. We're talking about your health care. My name is Michael Jones. i got Eric Beto Roberts standing on the table over there running things. <laughs> Always. <laughs> uh, he's wearing a button-down blue shirt, yeah. as always. <laughs> look, uh, I look casual, but, uh, but professional, professional yeah. at the same time. <laughs> That's, yeah. right. That's the look you're going for. Very good. Uh, no skateboard with him today, though. Mm-mm. Hey, what I want to talk about was, uh, we've talked about this before, but there was another article um, from townhall.com written by Guy Benson, who does have a conservative bent, just mm-hmm, FYI, mm-hmm. we'd be honest about it here. But we're talking about this, this u- quote-unquote universal health care, quote-unquote Medicare for all, which is really Medicare for none, uh, socialized medicine, whatever you want to call it. It seems like almost all of the Democratic contenders for president are pushing this. Yeah. Almost almost all of them I would guess. And is this the uh, Bernie Care 2.0? Yeah, and Bernie Carter, Care just yeah. came, just came out um, the other day and we we've talked about this before. Number 1, um, you cannot look at at smaller um, homogeneously populated countries and say, well, their socialized system works, so it's yeah. going to work here in America. It no, works you, for the equivalent of 2% of the American population, yeah. so clearly it's just going to magically scale up. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Sure, of course, yeah, like any other government program, sure. Um, Bernie Care just, you know, he put his proposal out, and there's, a, there's several huge assumptions in Bernie Care, mm-hmm. right? First of all, no one is doubting that it's going to cost us trillions of dollars, yeah. right? It's going to add, it's, it's almost going to double or even triple yeah. our budget. Yeah. They're saying about anywhere between 2.8 and 3.2 trillion extra, tr- extra yeah. over what we already spend a year. Which, by the way, if you've been hearing about MMT or modern monetary theory, it's the new wave of uh, thought leadership on the left in terms of deficits and things like that. Basically, it says the government can run infinite def- deficits and the best thing we could do is just blow up. Our, our debt to basically pay for everything for everyone, which they've been getting at for a while now. Um, but just note that, like that's that's, that's where that's coming theory. from to justify this. <laughs> yes, it's a very obviously very they didn't real take uh, high school economics, so they yeah. think that's it. There at some point, yeah. you got to pay the piper. Anyway, that's just the cost alone. Yeah, but even with those costs, there's some certain assumptions. Number one, they assume when the government takes over and private health insurance is banned. Yeah. Okay. Now, in the last election cycle, the moaning and complaining about possibly two or three million Americans losing their insurance if the dreaded Republicans got away with or did away with Mm -hmm. Obamacare. We're talking 150 million people losing their plans, which are private plans. They're going to outlaw them. Unbelievable. Completely outlaw private plans. And their thought is if the government runs these things, the administrative costs will be less. Of course they will. Because. I mean, have you? Uh, yeah, 
You tell what government program runs lower administrative costs than the private well, sector? And, and the reason why they Come say on. that is because the government accounting of Medicare's <laughs> administrative costs is like two to three percent versus somewhere in the the ten to twelve percent or twelve to fourteen percent for private health insurance. However, however, that, that when they throw out those statistics, the assumption is to be that that's an apples to apples comparison. Yeah, and it's not, <laughs> and the the administrative costs of Medicare are not solely borne by, you know, the pencil necks that are actually moving things. I'm sorry, I shouldn't say that. There's, there's very good people, I'm sure, who work in, you know, w- with Medicare that help process those claims. But it's just a completely different world than what we're talking about in the private healthcare system. Here's a good example, Eric. You're into money, right? I mean, in your yeah, real job, yeah, you're like into money. Do you think it cost, let's say Blue Cross Blue Shield, let's throw yeah. that, but that's a big private insurer, yeah. right? Let's say they're going to make a new website. Yeah. <laughs> Do you think that Blue Cross Blue Shield will spend, I'm going to give you just two choices here. Sure, we'll just keep sure. it easy. It's Saturday morning. Do you think they would spend less than $5 billion on a new website mm. or more than $5 billion on a new website? Oh, man, it's really this hard. This is a private insurance. <laughs> I'm kind of on the bubble, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take the under. I'm going to say maybe less. <laughs> I'm guessing that a private insurer would spend less than $5 billion on their website. Yeah. Now, remember, we did multiple shows on this, uh, right. what, 10 years or however long, seven years ago. How much did Obamacare spend on their website, which didn't even work, by the way? Yeah. $5 billion. Yeah. Interestingly enough, the same amount Trump wants to build a wall to keep illegal. $5 billion on a website, and if you remember, it crashed as soon as they launched it. Yeah, That's government healthcare for you folks. I'm sorry. I'm going to try to be nice about it, but if you're trying to tell me that the government's going to spend less in administrative fees than a private plan, you're not thinking straight. There's something going on in your brain. You're telling yourself this so you can fall in line. There is no way... The administrative costs for the government are going to be less. Here's what you're going to get. Mm-hmm. They're going to have to process now 150 million extra claims, right? Not just uh, yeah. the, the whatever percent yeah. they do now. Do you think the same number of people are work, going to work? No. We're going to create an entire workforce of now government employees who, by the way, just like you said, yeah. very nice people, but you know what it comes along with government employees. High salaries, yeah. these pension plans that the government people get. The administrative costs will skyrocket. That's one assumption, just just one assumption yeah. from Burning Care. The other assumption is, and he proudly states this, well, if everyone has Medicare, they'll use the emergency room less. Why? Because Bernie says so. Yeah. Right? Why not? Because uh, I asked you nicely. <laughs> the problem is, every time they have looked at this, when they provide government health care for people, whether it's Medicare or Medicaid, uh, let me give you another choice. Here's another. Yeah. Do you think the ER use goes up or goes down when you give everyone free health care from the government. You know, I'm going to go based out on, on a studies. Limb here. We're, t- we're talking about not Bernie's imaginative what's coming yeah, up yeah, in yeah, his yeah, head. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm just going to go out on a limb here that Bernie when Sanders. things are quote unquote free, <laughs> it gets used more. You could, you are right. Oh, Every time shit. they have looked at it, the ER use goes up. Yeah. These are two big assumptions built into Bernie Care, okay? The final assumption is hospitals and doctors and clinics are going to take 40% less pay than they get now and still put out the same amount of work. Yeah. It ain't going to work that way. Yeah. Unless you're going to have us, you know, be behind me with a taser or something, forcing me to see more patients for less money. It doesn't work. It's not going to work that way. Yeah. Human beings aren't going to do that. And and, and (laughs) set aside even all of those arguments, which at their face makes sense. The, the, the issue that concerns me most, especially looking at what we've discussed on this show over the years, is it's not what you lose tangibly in the moment you make a switch like that. 
It's what you lose in terms of medical innovation and cost structure changes that never happen yeah. because you have functionally removed the marketplace. There's no incentive for people like you and, and others in the medical industry to come up with new, better, more effective, more cost-effective, you know, and, and more painless ways to do this because you know out of the gate you're walking into a sea of price controls. You're walking into a sea of uh, you know forced um, basically, you know, commoditization of any medical technology. Well, what do you, who's going to, who's going to invest in it? Nobody. The other thing is, and this is what I want to get into with this article from town hall is inevitably when you remove the market and you remove competition and we are all forced into the same structure forced into yeah. the private plans are gone. Yeah. Can't even, it's a, it, according to burning care, it's illegal to buy a private plan Unless you want to go get a nose job or a boob job or something, then he said you can get private insurance for that. Otherwise, it's completely yeah, illegal. because private insurance covers your nose jobs. <laughs> right. You know, it's like... Even if you racist. went to the hospital and said, I don't want to use this. I'm just going to pay cash. I don't want to use it. Yeah. That is illegal in his plan. Yeah. So not only is private insurance gone, the ability to just pay for it out of pocket has gone. Yeah. It's gone. Yeah. <laughs> there's no choice. And when there's no choice, what happens? What's inevitably going to happen? Rationing. That's right. You're going to have to which ration is, which care. Which happens in every major socialist healthcare economy. You're going to have to ration care. We've talked about this before. You have to ration the care. Now, let me tell you this, Eric. Old Bernie Sanders and his group and anyone that he favors, they'll be the front of the line of that rationing line. Yeah. I promise you that. Yeah. Right? Now the government gets to pick and choose favorites yeah. and move certain people up to the front of the line. Back. That will happen. I'm yeah. sorry. It's the way that it goes. Yep. So this article in Town Hall was talking about something near and dear to my heart, which is cataract surgery, mm -hmm. right? In the U.S., cataract surgery is the most commonly billed procedure through Medicare because quite literally every single human being is going to get a cataract and most of the time you're Medicare age when it happens. Very common operation. Here in the U.S., the typical wait time to see a doctor and have your cataract surgery done is about six weeks. Mm -hmm. What do you think it is in the good old NHS system of the UK, which everyone brags about off. Oh, they can do it. Why can't we do it? What do you I, think? I, I, I'm going to make what I think is an aggressive guess here. Six months. <laughs> six months. You're right. Okay. Six months to do that. Now, I, you know, I see patients. If, if a typical American patient had to wait six months to get one cataract done, just one. That's just one. They're going to come after us with pitchforks. Yeah. That's not going to work in this society. Yeah. It's just not. And even according to Burning Care, even if you said, look, doc, I just, I, I'm just going to pay you cash. Don't even use my government yeah. insurance. It's illegal. Well, it's you know, illegal. But, but think <laughs> about this. In, if you're a person who's, you know, let's say you're in your 50s now, early 50s now. So 10 years from now, 15 years from now, you might be the person needing cataract surgery, okay? And from a, from a quality of life standpoint, if you're getting an additional 12 to 18 months to two years of built-in additional time of you dealing with a cataract having poorer than uh, you otherwise could have had eyesight, the, the government literally just took a year of eyesight away from you. Yes, right. And when we come back, I'm going to play the comments. Yeah. Sure. All right. So more Eye on Health after these words. All right. Welcome back. It's Eye on Health. Every Saturday from 10 to 11, we're talking about things pertinent to your health care or the people trying to take your health care away. <laughs> My name is Michael Jones. I got Eric Beto Robert standing on the table, skateboarding, oh, and playing his bass guitar. It's really uh, <laughs> difficult to carry on a show like this, but I get a little better every week. <laughs> You're getting there, man. Yeah. You're getting there. Very good. All right. Hey, what we're talking about is 
socialized medicine. Everybody's favorite topic. Universal health care, Medicare for all. Mm-hmm. What fancy name? Bernie care. Yeah. What do you, you let's come up with a fancy name so it sounds better. Yeah. Beto <laughs> right? care. Okay. Beto care, right. Yeah. Um, what we were talking about was the inevitable price controls, um, no free market alternative that is going to inevitably lead to rationing in a system like this. And the reason this piqued my radar, because there's a great article in townhall.com this week, like two days ago, about the government rationing of cataract surgery in the UK under the NHS, right? That's a plan that almost all of these, uh, the Democratic presidential hopefuls have touted, well, if the UK can do it, why can't we do it? Well, their system is broken over there, guys. I don't know why you're touting a system that's broke. It's completely broken. And one of the things they're doing, we just mentioned it takes about six months for a patient over there to get their cataract surgery. Mm-hmm. Six months. So they, 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 the government studied this and they found out with all that prolonged morbidity, waiting to get it done, something had to be done. Yeah. So the government about two years ago in the UK said, we've got to stop backlogging these cataracts. We just need to get it done. What do you think happened? Nothing. They, no, no, yeah. Nothing happened. Wait. <laughs> nothing happened. So they, then, they didn't stop backlogging them right away? They didn't away. stop backlogging them. No. And I'm going to quote this person. Her name's Julie Wood, who, by the way, she's the CEO of NHS. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, she's something, right? right. She's, she's the CEO of the National Health Service in the UK. And she says, these government guidance ideas are not mandatory. And the clinical commissioners, I mean, have you ever heard of a George Orwellian name like a clinical commissioner? What on earth are we talking about here? Clinical commissioners must have the freedom to make clinically led decisions that are in the best interest of both individual patients and their populations, right? So now your healthcare is not just important to you, it's important to your population. In other words, some of us animals are more equal than other animals, right? She finishes her statement by saying... The reason there's a backlog is the NHS does not have unlimited resources. No kidding. Really? And neither will the U.S. if we go to this. We will not have unlimited resources, so there will be rationing. It's going to happen. The other thing that I found the most morbid about the government response to what's happening for simple cataract surgery, we're not talking about some complicated brain surgery, this is cataract surgery, right? This is this is a simple thing for us to do. One would think. I mean, here in our current system, you can you know get through twenty cataracts in a day. You can get through backlogs very quickly, but there's financial incentive to do it. If, if there's no financial incentive, I would just do five a day as well. Here we go. Here's what the NHS ultimately believes: the uh, tens of thousands of elderly people are struggling because of the NHS cost-cutting drive. That's what this Julie Wood was talking about. The NHS relies on these patients dying before they even qualify to have their cataract out. Are Let's you just say that me? one more time to make sure we drive that point <laughs> oh, home. Oh, right. Remember, because uh, Sarah Palin a couple years ago was talking about death panels right, and they right, told right. her how stupid she was. Right. The NHS, this is the National Health Service in the UK, that pretty much everyone in the news is touting as some sort of major you know, accomplishment here, right? That's what our our system needs to mirror theirs because theirs is so great. Mm -hmm. (laughs) They rely on their patients dying before they even qualify for cataract surgery. You know what the average age for cataract is in the U.S. now? 71. 71. They're planning on you dying before you get your cataract out. 71 is young, right? Uh, Very young, yeah. (laughs) 
But they plan on you dying before you get your cataract out. Yeah. Yeah, that's also how they're going to fix Social Security. Yeah, that's right. We plan on us all die, die. That's really the plan here. Yeah. How are we going to fix Social Security? Wait, uh, People are going to die. Well, <laughs> we take away their health care. <laughs> so why on earth? we ha- Look, there's flaws in our system, right? There's nothing that's perfect. But why are you throwing the baby out with the bathwater, yeah. right? Why are we completely scrapping probably the most successful healthcare system in the world to go to something like this? And if you think Americans are going to tolerate, number one, waiting six months on average to get one cataract done, or number two, some government, what do they call them, clinical commissioner Mm -hmm. telling you, well, we just hope you die before you qualify for cataract surgery. What on earth? What are we? (laughs) I don't know. Yeah. I just don't know anymore. It's it's disheartening, but, you know, fortunately, it's not lost yet. Uh, and, and we're on the precipice, my friend. We're on the precipice of losing it. Hey, it was something else that was also just kind of buried in this article. They've kind of kind of like a subset, not just talking about cataract surgery, but also talking about emergency room wait times. Just showing you how the government uh, is never wrong. <laughs> so the government did a commission again in in the uh, NHS in the UK, and they had a goal that your average wait time in the emergency room should be less than four hours. Mm -hmm. They wanted 95% of patients to be seen in less than four hours. That's a goal. The NHS, what will happen, and will happen here, they're going to set all these standards that we have to meet, right? It's a government. You're going to set these standards. One of their standards was typical ER wait time should be less than four hours. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm sorry, 95% of patients, not typical, Mm -hmm. 95% of patients should be seen in less than four hours. They do a study, and they found... Only 84% of patients are seen in under four hours. Hmm. Goal was 95%. They're only hitting 84%. What do they do? Do they tighten up their bootstraps and yeah, you know, yeah, get more doctors in there? No, nah, they just moved the goalpost and they said, ah, 84%. Yeah, fine. we're good with it. Our 84%. goal has now changed. It was 95%. We can't meet it. Let's just move the goal to 84%. And what's going to happen next time they do this study? It'll probably be 80% of patients. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then what will they do? They'll move the goal down to yeah, eight. That's, right. <laughs> that's what the government does. They're never wrong, right? Yeah. They, they, yeah. Well, you know, I mean, I was thinking about this this week as I sat in many, many uh, waiting rooms <laughs> in the St. Louis area due to an injury with one of the children. And uh, and I was sitting there thinking, I'm like, you know, this is terrible. However, if anybody thinks that turning this into a government-run facility is going to make this a better experience, like, at least there's a TV to watch. You know, like, I mean, uh, you know, people are moderately friendly here. You know, like, uh, you, yeah. like if, if this was the equivalent of sitting at the DMV. That's what it will be, my friend. I'm, that I'm is what's the way we're headed. Nothing yeah. against DMV workers. I was, We were just had to deal with them the other day. But, boy, <laughs> that's exactly what it'll be. Hey, so we've talked about cataract surgery, right? Mm-hmm. Which, um, again, it's near and dear to my heart because what I do for a living. Um, and it's a very common surgery here in the U.S. And, and delaying the treatment there can increase morbidity uh, and all of that. But let and we just talked about ER wait times. That's mm-hmm. annoying, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, not not me. Let's talk about cancer. Yeah. You ever heard of that one? Heard of it. That one kills you. Yeah. Now, I remember back in 2012, I guess 2010ish, talking about how terrible the cancer rates were here in the US, how terrible it was. Let's compare let's compare some real statistics, all right? Mm-hmm. Let's look at what are the chances you're going to survive after you've been diagnosed with cancer? In our system, mm-hmm. the terrible, terrible American healthcare system. Unfair. Un- t- completely unfair. Yeah. That system versus the NHS in the UK. Sure. Let's look at those two. And let's look at the two most common types of cancer. Breast cancer 
and prostate cancer. You've probably heard of those two. I've heard of them, yeah. Right? Okay. In the U.S., five years after you've been diagnosed with breast cancer, almost 90% of patients are still alive. Mm-hmm. Not you. You won't get diagnosed with breast cancer I most likely. Not. I'm pointing yeah. at him. Thank you. 90% after five years, still alive in the U.S. Yep. UK, 80%. Huh. Still pretty good, but not as good as here. Yeah. <laughs> Nine out of ten is better than eight out of ten. Yeah. Lower survival rates at five years. Why is that? It's because they delay diagnosis. So by mm-hmm. the time they get diagnosed it's, in the UK, it's too far gone. Yep. Early diagnosis is the key. What about prostate cancer? Prostate cancer, in my opinion, in most doctors' opinion, it's not a matter of if for a man, it's a matter of when. Right? Yeah. I mean, that's how common this is. Well, sure, we've had specialists in sure. here. Extremely common. In the U.S., the survival rate five years after your diagnosis with prostate cancer is 97, almost pushing 98%. Mm-hmm. At five years after your diagnosis. If you catch it early, get it taken care of. Listen to this. 83% in the U.K. Wow. That's a big difference because and you're talking almost 100 versus 80 When you're talking, you know, it, that that delta between 83 and almost 98% is applying to a large portion of the population over yeah. time. Yeah. Right? Right. So <laughs> that's where it's going to get you is in these survivability things, right? Yeah. Early detection's key because there's healthcare rationing, detection's going to be delayed. And by the way, according to Bernie Sanders, if you want to say, mm, Thanks, but no thanks on this government health care. I'm just going to pay cash on everything. That's illegal. Yeah. That's illegal. I mean, that's illegal. Why really? would it? Yeah. You can't even just. You can't even just. <laughs> no, you can't. You cannot. Because that's unfair. The only time you're allowed in his plan that he just put forward to get private care is if it's something that the government care, government insurance does not pay for, i.e. nose jobs, boob jobs, facelifts, whatever. Then you can get some private insurance. Cancer? Mm-mm. Nope. No way. And the survivability is less. One more because thing. Because they know that if there's a private option available, it'll be better. Gonna, right, everyone's going to go yeah. to it. The good doctors are going to go and the only dreaded do the private. you get two-tier system. Yeah, absolutely. And yeah. Yeah. Yep. Um, now, real quick here, because we're coming up to break. What about the NHS themselves just said, we don't, we have, unlim- we don't have unlimited resources, right? Yeah. Well, they don't. Neither do we. Yeah. There's not unlimited numbers of doctors and nurses and hospitals to treat people. There's a limit. It's a, it's a resource. It's limited yeah. there. Well, do you think in this NHS system, they're getting more and more doctors going into it? I'm sure. Yeah. Like, I'm sure everybody's running into it. No, they're not. Really? They're oh, going to be running so a severe deficit of doctors. In fact, this was in 2008, 750 practices mm-hmm. are going to be closing in the next five years in the NHS, because they can't afford to even pay basic bills, right? They're getting less pay. They're forced to see more patients. And now they can't even afford to keep their practices open. We're not talking 750 doctors retiring. Yeah. 750 practices are closing across the UK yeah. in the next five years. You want to talk about limited resources. It's just going to get a whole lot more limited. And how do you convince someone Hey, why don't you give up eight to ten to twelve years of your life to go into training? Well, we're going to pay you a well, little. I mean, listen. There's one easy fix to that. You got a shortage of doctors, Doctor Jones. You know, 
make it easier to become a doctor. Then you'll get better doctors, right? Yeah, sure, of course. Yeah, yeah, that always works. Just, yeah. just right. you know, let's make the lower, training easier. Let's lower our standards. Yeah. Right, sure. Oh, goodness. So, uh, you know, delayed cataract surgery, longer wait times in the ER, delayed diagnosis of cancer, fewer doctors. We're already at a shortage here in the U.S., even fewer, because people aren't going to do it anymore. This sounds like the perfect plan. Sounds let's like run, a let's good, run on it. Yeah, it's, it's great marketing strategy. <laughs> All right, folks. Hey, we got to go to break. Uh, stay tuned. We're going to come back. We have more Eye on Health after these words. All right. Welcome back. It's Eye on Health. What is that? That's Bush? Machine Head, Bush. Machine Head, yeah. It's been a while since I heard that. Yeah, right. Sounds good. That's oh, a great Saturday out there. Oh, it's there. absolutely gorgeous outside. Global warming is in effect. It's yeah. a little bit warmer today yep. than like a month ago. Yep. So AOC is right. We probably only have 12 years left. So get out and enjoy those last well, yeah, 12 years. It was 12 years, years six months ago. It's oh, 11, crap, 11, 11 and a half, half now. Okay. Got to keep counting that's down. Right. Yeah. That's got to be hard for financial planners like you guys. You're like, okay, we're trying to plan long term, but we really only need to plan for 11 and a half years. Yeah. It probably yeah. changes what you tell people. Yeah. You got to run kind of two versions <laughs> of the plan. Well, let me tell you this. If you're really trying to figure out your long-term planning, you got to stay tuned for On the Money with Bob Stockdale because That's right. he's the best, right? Yeah, he is. Hey, you know how um, – I'm going to change uh, course sure. a little bit here. You know how we always debunk these <laughs> medical studies because yeah. they get in the news where it's like one week it's like take aspirin uh, to for your health. And then the next week they're like aspirin causes foot cancer. Don't take <laughs> it. Right? It's yeah. every other week. Yeah. And then they ping pong these things. <laughs> but there is, I don't know, do you Twitter much? Do you follow I, Twitter? Do you tweet? I, I, you know, I, I get on there periodically and I'll, I'll scroll through, particularly if there's a news event going on yeah. and I just want to see what's happening. Like real time? Yeah. Yeah, but so I don't. I'm not on Twitter, but yeah. you can still check Twitter even yeah. if you're not on it. And really, because of the president, I mean, Twitter is a main way that people yeah. get their news now. So I start checking it out. There is a guy, this is hilarious. <laughs> He's got a Twitter account that's called Just Says in Mice. And he's got all these studies, all these studies that make these radical claims. Yeah. But then when you read them, it's because it was it, only in mice, in mice right? Yeah. How many times have we pulled up a study where it's like, yeah. taking fish oils causes cancer? And then you look at the study and it's like, at 50,000 times the dose in right. mice. <laughs> right. <laughs> so Whenever you all- saturate mice in a vat of fish oil, <laughs> they will die of cancer. Yeah. So he's got like, uh, how fatty diets stop the brain from saying no to food. Then he links to that study, and sure enough, it's only in mice. Yeah. They feed him a high-fat diet, and somehow the mice's brain, mouse's brain says no to food. <laughs> but then they... And then he's got another one. So I, just, I don't know. I thought it was funny. You know, Twitter's, Twitter's good. You yeah. S- the other thing, the thing about Twitter, though, I think it's actually, I was thinking about this the other day. I start, you know, because they limit the number of characters that you can type in Twitter. Yeah. And then some some person will have a comment on Twitter, and then they'll link to an article. It's like, you know, I really don't want to read the whole article. I just want to read like the, you know, thirty word summary that right, you just right. tweeted about. Yeah. So I find myself actually not reading full articles anymore, and just reading the short. See, I'm, I'm always the opposite because I, I anytime I see just a short pithy reference to an article, I'm like, I'm going to go read the article and see if that's actually what it says because I just don't that's believe what you people. Should, that's right. That's what you should yeah. do. It's something about reading something like in a written word. You believe it because it's written down. Yeah, like and even with just, the with the Omar thing, I you know, I saw the little clip and I was like, okay, let me go watch a substantial portion did, of the speech. I did the same, thing, which yeah. I did, yeah. and I didn't feel any better about what she <laughs> I said. actually felt worse yeah. about it. Yeah. Lying, yeah, yeah, I was like, okay, well, she earned her looks on but that. If you're looking for a break or a laugh about uh, healthcare related things, I like this. Just says in mice because you'll pull up some study. Um, the other one was. Uh, 
exercise during pregnancy protects children from obesity, study finds, right? <laughs> this is going to be all yeah. over the news. They yeah. pull it up. It's pregnant mice. <laughs> of course. Of course. Uh, another one. The keto diet's not effective. Causes blood sugar problem in women. Pull it down. In no, mice. just in female mice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Can we just clarify uh, that uh, I don't think female mice are women. But that's what it's, it's a wrong pronoun there. It is, but it, that's yeah. right. Don't mispronounce someone. Yeah. <laughs> well, we got, yeah, it's <laughs> a whole different show. That's right. Um, but yeah, the actual title from the mainstream media clip, yep. it, the, he puts the real title in, which is Keto Diet Not Effective Causes Blood Sugar Problems in Women. Uh, then he links to the study, and it's no, it's female mice. How do we get from here to there? <laughs> I don't know. I just don't know. You know, the good news is, Dr. Jones. Yes. Oh, at least through, at oh. least through, you know, I'm going to give it to June 2021 uh, in the event that, you know, everything goes wrong. Okay. And uh, and we wind up in Bernie care. Okay, yes. We've got a lot of show show content it's for the next only good couple thing. years. Right, because right, Obamacare gave us loads of show content. Yeah. We didn't have to prepare. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, hey, but you're always looking on the bright side of things. I mean, that's the great. problem is there was still an incentive to keep doing the show <laughs> yeah, after right. Obamacare. Yeah. There may not be an incentive. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, actually, the government clinical commissioners may come and they may yeah. arrest us. If all of a sudden you start hearing fewer and fewer doctor guests and more and more <laughs> just like therapists and psychologists and people helping you manage your feelings. Hey, we can actually happened. have a clinical commissioner on the air. Oh, there what you go. What do you think about that? We could do it. How do you become a clinical commissioner? Oh, he's telling me to wrap it up. Yeah, all right, hey, go. stay tuned for On the Money with Bob Stockdale and have a great weekend. We'll talk to you next week. Get more at 971talk.com.